stories about black history, 10 things your child should know, and workbooks on division, multiplication, and fractions can all be found on our website at searchblackineducation.com. Alcorn State University was founded in 1871. It sits near the banks of the Mississippi River in the east-southeast part of the state in Lorman, Mississippi. It was founded during Reconstruction, during a period of time when African Americans made educational and political progress before the door was essentially slammed shut again. For example, 226 black Mississippians held public office during Reconstruction, compared with just reportedly 20 in the state of Tennessee. Hiram Rebels, for instance, was the first African-American to be seated in the U.S. Congress. He was elected by the state's legislature in 1870 to replace the Confederate supporters from Mississippi who vacated their seats in the U.S. Senate. Rebels became the first African-American U.S. Senator and the first African-American to serve in the U.S. Congress. Alcorn State is named after James Lust Alcorn, a white man who was a former slave owner and was governor of Mississippi at the time. He reached out to the Republican Party and joined the Republican Party after the war. Alcorn State enjoyed financial support from the state that many institutions did not enjoy. It was a beacon of higher education in a rural area where many African Americans might not have had access to higher education in any other way. Some notable African Americans who were affiliated with or graduated from Alcorn State, Hiram Revels, the first African American U.S. Senator that we just spoke of, became the first president of Alcorn State. Alex Hanley, for example, who was the author of Roots and the author of the autobiography of Malcolm X, attended Alcorn State for a brief period of time. But perhaps one of his most distinguished alumni, in my opinion, is Megger Evers. Megger Evers was born in Mississippi in 1925. Megger Evers was an intelligent young man who volunteered to fight in World War II in 1942. He was assigned to a segregated unit that deployed to France. He was discouraged by the racial segregation he experienced in the war and returned home to Mississippi, determined to register to vote. He did just that, but on election day, white citizens armed with weapons prevented him and others from going in to vote and drove him away at gunpoint. This strengthened his resolve. He attended Alcorn State from 1948 to 1952 when he graduated. In 1954, he applied for admission to the University of Mississippi's law school, but was denied admission. The NAACP took up Megger Evers' case in an effort to try to desegregate the University of Mississippi's law school, but it was unsuccessful. Yet this relationship with the NAACP would grow. Megger Evers would become the first field officer for the NAACP in Mississippi, a very dangerous position to hold. Megger Evers took on his role with an undaunting courage. He worked to organize voter registration drives. He investigated crimes against African-American people at a time when no one was willing to stand in certain cases and he set up boycotts against businesses that did not treat African-American customers equally. In 1955, he investigated the murder of Emmett Till on the ground, looking for people who knew what happened and might be willing to testify. This was obviously dangerous work. His efforts helped to double the amount of people in the NAACP in Mississippi, and he himself became a target. In 1963, two attempts to kill him were not successful, but he organized a boycott of businesses in Mississippi. On the night of June 11, 1963, President John F. Kennedy gave an address to the nation from the Oval Office. There he outlined the atrocities African-American citizens had to face on a day-to-day basis, and he asked Congress to address through legislation these situations in a national way. Hours later, Megra Evers came home from an NAACP meeting carrying T-shirts that said, Jim Crow must go. As he walked the driveway toward his front door, 
His wife and children were still up as they were watching coverage of Kennedy's historic speech. Just then, a shot rang out and struck Megger Evers in the back. He was dead a short time later. His death meant so much to the people of Mississippi and to freedom fighters around the world. It said that you could be a young person fighting for truth and that your life and your voice could matter well beyond your death. Despite that death, his life became a rallying cry. So much so that when I was younger, I can remember saying, Marcus, Megger, Martin, Mandela, and me.